Hey, welcome to the More Life, Less Drama podcast. I'm your host, Prue Sulisic, and I'm here to lead you to a more fulfilling and peaceful life. Each week I will share stories, have great conversations with women just like you, and explore different topics on personal growth. This is not some fancy podcast bringing you extraordinary stories. I'm just here keeping it real, raw, and honest, so you know it's possible for you too. I want you to know yourself so well, nothing stands in your way. So let's get to it. Life is waiting. Hello, Colleen. How are you? Hey, I'm so amazing. How are you? (laughs) I'm so amazing. This this conversation, I've been thinking about it all weekend since we connected on Friday, was the first time we actually spoke. So I want to put it in context for people because people might know me and they might listen along like, who the hell is Colleen? Like, Never heard of this woman before. It's like, yeah, me either. Me either. We only met last week. (laughs) Welcome to my life. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And it's just, for me, I just want to share that this is me surrendering into listening to my intuition and like following the breadcrumbs. And so for all of you that are listening, you're going to love this conversation. I have no idea where it's going to go, but I know you're going to love it because if you've listened to my last well, my first two episodes in my podcast, because this will be episode three, the first two were very much setting the scene for this conversation that we're going to have. And I didn't even know that until I met Colleen. And so Colleen is going to guide you through and we're going to talk about more about the embodiment and the surrendering into feeling and being ourselves, which is what I want to really always teach you. So I'm just going to give Colleen a quick introduction before we get into our conversation. And I did actually pull up your bio here. So Colleen Lindbergh is a soul mission activator and spiritual guide. Her mission over the last 14 years on earth has been to dismantle the conformity infrastructures holding us back so people can fully embody their potency and power. Ooh, love it. Yay. Colleen believes that each soul's mission is unique, is a, is a unique rhythm that is meant to ripple through the world. Her programs and teachings guide light warriors into more embodiment into their light, owning their unique tools and vibration. The revolution of sovereignty is a real thing. Oh, I got, when I read that and copied and pasted it into a document, I was like, oh, chills. So many oh, chills. I got chills around. too. I was like, who wrote this? Yeah. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Someone guided like, you to I, write I love it. this person. You know? like, like, yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting because there's no way five years ago that I would have met anybody like you, like because I wouldn't have allowed it. Yeah. And yet in the last, I want to say even just like year and possibly even close to that, like six months, I have met many people like you now. I'm like, they're, they're just like coming thick and fast and I'm like, Hello. What? Where did you come from? What, what's this language Welcome. you're talking? Yeah. yeah. Welcome. We're receiving you and like you're available for it now, which is amazing. Yes. And so this is, this is why I needed you. We needed to have this conversation because it's like, okay, everybody that has been follow, following me along is maybe like me five years ago mm-hmm. <laughs> and not open to yeah. receiving it or just starting to open their, you know, heart and their minds to something more and they're starting to you know how you have that like inkling I want to call it mm-hmm. and it's like oh it's like someone's tapping you on the shoulder and it, it's like oh god I don't know what that is I have no idea like just leave it 
my life is good. I'm, I'm happy here, you know. They're like, yeah. hi, come on. What's this all about? Maybe there's more. And for a long time I just ignored it. And so now mm. I'm just like fully allowing myself to surrender into this and see where it, where it takes me. And, yeah, I know it's going to take me some magical places. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is a very magical experience, but our our human brain like desires to have structure and we've been taught this our whole life. And a lot of our spiritual evolution is completely not structured and you can't see it when you first step into it at all. Right. So you lean into trust. And I think it's the hardest part for us to like really surrender into that, to be held, to feel safe, to be able to express or whatever it is. And I call it, I call it listening to the whisper because I really believe that, it it is a whisper. It's almost like a, Hey, you know, and it's like coming into our ear and we're like, what is that thing? You know, like, Hey, that business, or it's a pulse in your heart. And I use those words on purpose, like the rhythm and pulse. Cause there's such a potency in those words that it's like, you are a pulse, you are a rhythm and you, you have a unique vibration. So it's just really cool to see how people, when they start to lean in, like you've been over the last while, and then all of a sudden things start to move and you're like, oh, that's what that means. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the whispers. Actually, I've heard Oprah Winfrey say that and I've loved that, you know, term mm-hmm. basically. It's like, oh, yeah. the whispers. It's like, yeah, everyone's got the whisper. I know you do. So if you're listening, you think, I don't have any whispers. It's like, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to them. <laughs> and sometimes they're, they're possibly like beliefs or thoughts that you think so often that you didn't even realize that they're there. And you're like, yeah. oh, that's just, oh, I always think that way. It's like, oh, well, that might be it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. what is that? What is that whisper? So let's back up a little bit. When I talked to you on Friday, I was blown away just about how your your evolution into this, because, you know, this is a really, you're in now in like deep spiritual territory. <laughs> you're like fully yeah. surrendered into it. Yeah. Float everywhere. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it didn't start. Yeah, it didn't start like that. You were no. very much in the structure and with, you know, following the systems. And so let's talk into that. Tell, let's, tell me a little bit about your story. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting is I'm like, oh man, what did I share with you on Friday? Like I'm in my mind going, oh shoot, I better make sure the story's right. I know, like, I know. It's going to be right no matter so what. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's so fun because like 14, literally 14 years ago, like next week for me. So whenever you guys are obviously listening to this, it may have already passed, but at the time we're recording this in the week that it's going to launch literally in like a week and a bit time, um, will be 14 years that I've been in this cycle of like, looking for something or expanding. You know, I was always intuitive as a kid, but I purposely like lived life against it. So you can imagine some of the stories I have, but it was 14 years ago that I met my first spiritual mentor, but I also started my entrepreneurship journey. So both of those lanes were running at the same time. Like I say, two highways never intersected. Mm. So I was that person that was in the closet spiritually, like I took all these random courses and I was getting certified and stuff just for fun, you know, and I was in a very pragmatic entrepreneurship structure. Like I did a lot of business coaching and process development and leadership development. So it was really like in like franchising businesses, like very much regimented. So it was like, it was in that structure that I kept living. Although I did have intuition sort of showing up here and there. Like I do, like I say this all the time, I'm like, I do the surface work. Yeah, let's do the surface shadow work. Let's do, 
And, you know, you as a coach, obviously you understand when I say that out loud, it's like, I kind of went in, you know, I went in just enough to like move the needle to think I actually did something. And Mm -hmm. then I continued on with life. And it was in 2020 that everything kind of stopped for me when the world shut down in like March. And it was like one of those things, like all the businesses I was working within had to close. And I went, oh my God, like all of my revenue just stopped. Everything stopped. And I was in this like silence almost. And I went, what is next? Right. I can't obviously continue making income this way because the model doesn't work. And it was almost like a blessing in disguise. Well, yeah. it was never in disguise. It was always a blessing. <laughs> yeah. you know? like, it was now me in awareness to actually step into this space and actually own it. And I told you the story, I believe about my psychic and owning my psychic abilities. Right. So mm-hmm. like it was middle of 2020, like Ontario, where I used to live in Canada, opened back up and I was getting a pedicure and I knew the owner of the salon. And she said to me, look, like, I heard you're doing some things. Would you come in and do a workshop here? And I said, yeah, like goal setting. Like I still wasn't owning the fact that I was like supposed to do this work, you know, in the world. Like I had to do case studies for some of my like programs that I was learning and for some of the certifications, but you only knew if you were in my tight world and I would only talk to people about it that were tight knit to me. Like I never promoted it on social media. I never like stood up and did all, you know, I never went there. And it was this August. And then she says to me like, no, no, no. Like, um, you know, the thing where we ask you a question and you give us an answer. And I went like a psychic. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm not a psychic. Like, that's not what I do. (laughs) And so literally she went out and came back in the room and she's like, so I booked it for like August the 25th. And I was like, and all I knew was I had to say yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know. I, I had no idea how to do this, even though I'd been doing it for ever. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have a, a recognition on this. Like I had no awareness that this was actually a thing I did. Mm-hmm. So just like any normal person would do, I like looked up, how do you be a psychic and like, how do you channel and what are the things you need to know? Right. So I went through some of these blogs, you know, I was doing the research, like like seven, and I didn't tell you this part because like, like, I like you, did, you didn't know you, you did it like yeah you didn't know. yeah <laughs> I, was just like, I didn't express this into the world either. I'm like oh this is the first time I'm actually owning this right now this is kind of fun mm-hmm. um so I went to go do the research and then like three weeks before I cut out everything dairy alcohol meat and I was like whatever I thought I needed to do I was like I'm gonna meditate for like hours every day like I was like trying to open up the channel yeah. to something that was already in me that I didn't understand mm-hmm. logically yet mm-hmm. right So I go to that night with a game plan. And like we were talking, like, I don't have game plans. Like I teach masterclasses off the cuff. Like I literally drop into the energy and I go and I channel it all. Like that's where I'm at today. But Colleen August of 2020 didn't Mm. have that confidence in her abilities yet. So I had a game, I literally wrote notes. And Mm. when I opened the space up, I didn't never went back to my notes that day. And I just, people were like, how do you know this? And I'm like, I don't know. Like that was just saying things like, pictures in their houses that I saw and like connections to them. And I was like, I, I don't, I really don't know. And then it started to move where I started to trust that this, this was a thing. And it took me a while to own it. You mm-hmm. know, when the night with the psychic came out with graphics, I went, holy shit, like I'm actually doing this, you know, like, yeah. and I was like, wow, like owning that and moving through that and stepping into that space. But it really started off with surrendering into and just trusting that it would all work because my intuition said yes and I knew and I just knew if I were to battle it and then 
it ended up coming into business. I ended up completely changing how I showed up in business to like the sole mission side and really helping people align in their mission. And now it is what I do consistently. And even now the more pragmatic side is dropping off where I am floating in spirituality and helping activate and move that through. But it took that first step of like saying yes and trusting that I just knew, even though I didn't know, but I did know. And then I referenced it later, like years and years, people would call me and be like, what do you feel about this? What do you feel about this? What do you feel about this? And I had no idea that I was channeling at the time. I just thought I was being a good friend, you know? Yeah. But it was actually all of it. Like when you look back on the retrospect, I've been doing it for years and just didn't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I love that story. So I hope everyone's enjoying the story so far because I know there's so many people, like I know many of my clients are like this. They, they have this whisper and they, they're closet spiritual people. (laughs) Yeah. I I own it. I own it. You know? Yeah. And they're like, but what do I do now? You know, like what, what do I do? Oh, even myself, when you were saying um, you were, you know, right, I'm going to give up everything to channel all the things like try to try to do it. Like let's, I just really want to get there. I actually feel like that's me right now. I'm like, I know that I have this, uh, I've, t- I've had a couple of experiences recently where I've channeled spirit guides and, and they've been really vivid and strong, yet I haven't been able to do it again. Mm-hmm. Only when I've been guided by somebody and, and I've been frustrated at it. I'm like, damn it, like, seriously, I know you're there. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I think I'm like doing it from like a needing point of view, not yeah, a. Yeah, or up here. And yeah. uh, well, so what would you say to someone like me that's going through this? Yeah. So the first a couple of things I would suggest is like, first, let's drop into the body. So I know that you probably use breath work as a practice or a knowledge of breath work. Mm-hmm. And I always say like, we've been given like two gifts in the world. One of them is our breath and we, and we don't have to pay for it. It is like this beautiful gift that the body has to be able to recalibrate, realign. And when we get present in our body and we are in it. So meaning when we pay attention to the breath and we breathe it through consciously, we can drop into our body. So now we're actually in it instead of floating out and thinking about all these things and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I would say to you, drop into your heart So literally, while you're in your body, imagine your heart opening and the soul resides in the heart. Our mission is in the heart. Our connection to ourself, our higher self is in the heart. Mm -hmm. So when we open that up, we now open up this awareness into our purity of light. Then I would drop into that state. So it's not until you're here because we have to, we're right now moving through like a heart-based consciousness, but most of us are stuck up in our mind. We keep thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. But when we drop into our heart and we lead with this and take action from here, Mm -hmm. everything changes because we are in alignment. And that scares us sometimes because we don't have all the answers. The the first step is like this step. And it's like, well, what's going to happen in 10 steps from now? We don't know. Our job is this one, right? Mm -hmm. And if we can live and breathe in that, then you can open up and expand more and hold more and talk more as well. Um, I have a free meditation I put up on YouTube about how to connect with your spirit guide. So maybe oh, that may be something that might help you. Yeah. yeah. Lean in to yeah. that dynamic if that's what you're desiring, but everything mm-hmm. is in our heart center. So all of it is here. It's just, we need to, we don't need to do anything, but I'll say that word, 
we need to drop into this in order to lead through that. And through that is where all the answers lie for us. It's always here. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I, a bit like you, like, I feel like I've been very intuitive my whole life. Yeah, mm. the last, and just, it was only, I don't even know when it happened. I just decided not to listen to it. You know how you yeah. get to that point? You're like, no, that doesn't seem logical anymore. I'm just going to put it over yes. there. Um, and really, possibly it was when I, you know, decided to get married and have children and own a home and do all the normal stuff that, you know, that, because I've gone like deep into my own belief systems. And as yeah. a woman, I just, firstly, I want to say, and this might shock people on this podcast, because, but I'm going to say it because this is what we, we need to say, is that I, as a woman, I believed I wasn't as good as men. Like that's just mm. this underlying belief that I had, like just running in the background. I didn't realize it until recently. I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense why my life has run how it has run because I've just showed up as what the the woman supposed to do in life, you know, get married, bear children, be the yeah. homemaker, all that sort of stuff. And no wonder I was feeling so like, like restless. And I was listening to my intuition on certain levels, but it was very shallow. So that's why I started businesses. Like I started two beautiful businesses maybe a decade or, yeah, maybe a decade ago and have since sold them. But they were just me satisfying that surface level to like fill me up a little bit and now mm-hmm. I'm stepping into this yeah now dropping like allowing myself to drop into my intuition more and it scares the absolute shit out of me because yeah <laughs> because what what I was told in that, that first time I actually was you know met my spirit guides was they told me something or showed me something and I asked a question they said yes you need to do that and I was like far out like seriously I love these conversations and it was like it was it was about moving about being in a different space like if you and it's not far but it's about because I've moved from a small town for like I don't know how many thousands of k's away (laughs) it feels like like the other side of the country (laughs) and so you know I have moved and that's like a big move for me and my family and then yeah. I drop into this meditation and my spirit guides are showing me this beautiful space like greenery and trees and with this like little stream and stuff running through it. And I'm like, do I need to live here? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, damn it. So I get home and my, to my husband, I said to Joel, so we have to move and we have to buy something <laughs> like this. And he's like, God, like seriously? <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, yeah and it's like okay so people like and I'm sure people listening to this are going to be like yeah like I want to do all these things but there's consequences because mm-hmm. I have a family and I have you know a job and your mm-hmm. husband that don't want to do that so you know how how do we navigate through that because it's a really difficult type of thing mm. to go through Yeah. And this is going to be a hard one because every situation is going to be different. Yes. But here's what I want us to really understand and take from one of the pieces. I like, if I can leave you with 500 pieces today, amazing. Mm -hmm. I desire you to go implement whatever feels right in your field. Okay. Take Mm -hmm. what you want and move through it. But this is the hardest piece because we've been conformed to think in a certain way. Like society says this, 
we've been conformed. Our parents taught us this. We moved through this energy that like we've been conditioned and it's not good or bad. It just is the vibration that the earth works within Hmm. when we move into spirituality. So they, they use this term as like 3d third dimension earth. When we move into spirituality, which moves from the fourth to the fifth to like, sometimes I don't even know what dimension I'm floating in doing some work that I do up here all the game changes. So we start to see the vibration different. So what we thought to be truth when we were floating here on earth and doing life in our box on earth and being the good woman and, you know, serving our husband and going to nine to five jobs. Or if some of you guys are males listening to this, I need to be the provider, like all the dynamics of what we've been taught, follow what what we're telling you, listen to your teachers. All of this is a conformity energy. And when we move into spirituality, these truths start to maneuver. Mm. It doesn't mean that they're all wrong for you. It just means that a vibration of light moves through it and it may change the landscape. So Mm. now you desire more in life, more connection with nature, getting out more. Maybe some of you are desiring to have your kids change schools so that they're in a different vibration at school. And all the pieces move with you. So when you align in your heart and you step in and you trust and you maneuver with that, everything else falls into play. However, sometimes we live in this scarcity and fear a lot because we've been conditioned to be there. And you know this based on your training and your teaching and all the stuff I'm saying that you work within to help women really move through this in their life and own that unshakable dynamic of who they are. But it takes that little bit of courage to step in. And sometimes relationships leave. And sometimes we see truth when our son's eight and we're like, shoot, I've been parenting him like this for eight years. But now I really feel like we got to move this way. Or you're being Mm -hmm. called to go grow gardens and buy acreage instead of living in the city. And it's about following that. My whole body's in goosebumps, by the way, as I say this out loud, I know I feel it. I'm like, Whew. and I'm just going to interrupt you literally everything yeah. that you're saying right now are all my clients. So you're, you're like, pulling <laughs> I, like, I, like, I, like so, I feel it. So yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> I, I feel it. And that's why like, and guys, this is what I do. Like I tap right in. And like, if you feel this in your heart, then it's for you. Take it like whatever this yeah. feels like in your soul, take the energy and move it into you and feel out what this means for you. But we have like this fear, like some of you guys are scared to change jobs and, but your desire really is to serve this way. And you're like, but how can I like support my family by going into that job? Just trust me. When you align in your heart, every Mm -hmm. single other piece falls away that it's not necessary needed and you will be taken care of and way better, most likely than what you can even imagine because Mm -hmm. our mind only can conceive what we've been taught and we don't see past the box that we're playing within. So when we bust the box open and we lead with our heart and trust it, all these things start to happen, but it takes like courage is one of the key tools that I talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. It's going to take some courage to have the conversations, to step out, to take the action, to trust even it's going to like courage is one of the first things that's got to show up. And you've got to, if this is coming through you, I only can encourage that you take action in it because you, you have no idea what actually can happen in your life when you do, like you have no clue. No. Yeah, that's right. So many people are holding on because they're like, Oh no, I can't do that. I can't, I couldn't possibly, I just want to say, leave the husband, leave, leave a job or change towns, say no to something, you know, God forbid someone said no to something and you know, that's what I, the, a lot of energy that I feel around me at the moment with 
with people. And it's like, oh, I've always got to say, yes, I've got got to do everything else for everyone else, not themselves. And so they just put themselves last and put themselves on the back burner and all their dreams and all those whispers just get, you know, shut down every time they come up. And therefore, like, tell me, what do you see as the result of that? When people are not listening to Mm. their true heart aligned selves, what's what's the results? Yeah, I love this question. Um, it's chaos and drama and challenges. That's what happens. Unfulfillment. Um, everything feels hard. Um, some of you can't breathe. Like you're literally like super stressed out and tied to the knots. Like you are literally having problems breathing mm-hmm. because of the fact that you are resisting so much this movement in your life. When if we could take the air out of it, like literally it would be like, <sighs> So I say this to some people and I have some people that love to create drama in their world. I do like that fuels some of you. Okay. That fuels some of you when it's dramatic, you feel like you are getting somewhere. I used to work in this. Like I literally, I was the narrow winding, narrow winding road girl. Mm-hmm. If there was an open pathway full of daisies. You better believe it. I would find the long way to do it in the hardest mechanism. That's the MO I used to hold. Obviously, I've done work within myself to know that I can have life with grace and ease. However, I used to, I know it. So I used to be there so I can speak to this authentically because I get you. So when we are in drama, it almost feels like we're important because we're solving problems and we're creating fires to put it out and it strokes our ego. Where I've worked with some people where I've literally called them out. I go, you are purposefully creating drama. Right now, you are creating challenges in your life because you're not stepping in and you're making it way harder than you need to, Mm -hmm. way harder than you need to. So that's what happens when we, if it's in you guys, and if you are in awareness, meaning that whispers coming in and you are purposefully not taking action in alignment with it, shit's getting hard in your field. Yes, it is. It's getting hard and it's getting, it's going to get harder and harder and harder until you blow up the whole entire thing and then you decide to make a decision. Here's what I say now. Why don't we just catch it at the beginning? Yes. <laughs> Why don't we make it easy on ourselves? You know, like <laughs> to be hard people. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But as as humans, it's like it's almost like we feel worthy when we're going through the struggle. And like five, 10 years ago, and you know this from being in business, a lot of personal development, like I started my first personal development book and audio dropped into my field at 23, which was technically 18 years ago. I know I don't look 41 and I honor my mom for that. But if you guys see video of me, you'll understand. You'll be like, what? She's not 41. Yes, I'm about to be 42. <laughs> but back in the day, they used to teach us work hard, work mm-hmm. hard, work hard. You want success, work hard. I'm here to call BS on that. Oh, yeah. So you know what else? You know what else that I was is drilled into me is if it's too good to be true then it usually is Mm, seriously and that that sounds reasonable like when you say it out loud you know like yeah yeah, like but then you're like no like I literally watched that movie last night called air about the Michael Jordan signing with Nike and basically like I was in tears and Mm. I looked over at Joel and I was like see said all it takes is belief in yourself and, you know, his mother believed in him as well, like fully without yeah. seeing it. I was like, you don't have to see it to believe it. If it's yeah. too good to be true, great. <laughs> Step yes. into it, grab it with both hands. Don't run away from it because you're like, no, oh, 
it's too good to be true than it usually is, you know, like failing before it's even happened. Right. And like, I live in the vibration and this is something that I, I preach quote unquote into the world. If it's in you, it's for you. Mm -hmm. So if you can see it in your mind and you are dreaming about it in your mind, it is yours already. You don't have to work for it. You, well, we have to align ourselves for it and we have to drop into the connection work to believe and to move or whatever way we need to maneuver, Mm -hmm. but it is not a dream inside of you that someone else's dream. It's yours. Mm. It's yours. And when we lead in that and we own it and we're like, yes, this is so true. Things will start to shift when you start to believe in that and step into that. So. Yes. Magic. That's, that's the magic of work. It's yeah. The embodiment of it, the belief before you see it, like that done energy. Like I, I like to live in the energy of done already. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I know what I want, and it's like, it's just happened. Like I feel on fire already for things that are like, haven't even happened yet. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I want everyone else to do as well. And, yeah. and me being human and surrounded with lots of humans that are still in the belief. If it's too good to be true, then it usually is. You got to work hard. You know, money doesn't come easy. doesn't grow on trees, you know, all, yes. that, all that type of crap that we hear. Yes. It is a it is a constant reminding yourself that oh that's right I can believe this even if no one else does I'm okay I'm okay that people are wrong about me you know mm. I I live into that one fully all the time because I'm doing stuff and everyone's like really pretty like I don't think that's really good that's not real you know or whatever they whatever they're thinking about me and I'm like that's okay I'm happy for you to be wrong about me it's totally fine yes. yeah or you are so sure in your pathway of who you are. And that's what I say, like owning our truth and our power that even if they don't believe in you, like I had a really good friend of mine, even when I went back to Canada in March of this year, two months ago, guys. And he's, and he's been one of my longest standing friends. I've known him for 14, literally he, he came into my world, the beginning of the journey that I told you guys about. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, what are you even doing? You're so fake online, but, and he drilled into me. And I used to have this high regard for him and I would surrender all the time and take his word as truth and lean into that. And I've done so much work in my purity of light and understanding who I really am. And he's been in and out of my world for the last five years really now. So it's not like he's a dominant player in my life anymore. And I sat there and I listened to him and I honored what he thought was his truth. So I honored him. And in my mind, I was like, is this my truth? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just let this play out. And normally Colleen 1.0, we'll call her, would ball her face off, would be like, you know, justifying everything. And, you know, I would, and I sat there and I let it come through. And then I said, okay, did you get it all out? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, great. So let me tell you about how I feel. Um, A, you're gauging me on someone that you used to know, not someone who is today. You haven't been in my space at all to be able to even have a reference point as to who I really am any longer. Mm -hmm. And for so many years, I wore a mask trying to become what everyone else wanted me to be. And now I'm finally owning my light and you're triggered by it because you can't handle the energy. I'm sorry, that's not my MO, that's yours. (laughs) And I was texting with my girlfriend when he was going off on me and she was like, I'm gonna come get you. I was like, dude, I have your Jeep. Like you can't even come and get me. Like, I'm okay. I'm going to take my power back. I just need him to finish. And mm. I did. And I walked out of that space. Now, granted, I'm still a human. So I went back to her house. I was like, 
the nerve of him, you know, like I went back yeah, into yeah. the space of that, but I, going on. yeah, yeah, of course. And I'll own that. Like I'm a human too, yeah. right? I do a lot yeah. of spiritual work, but I also am in an experience and mm-hmm. I knew I had changed so much and that I was so aligned in what I was here to do that even the deepest rooted relationship, like he would, he used to be my rock for like 10 years, at least like mm-hmm. everything to me, the deepest rooted relationship in my life, like the strongest he didn't believe what I believe. And I still didn't waver. And I went, Oh man, I know that I'm in alignment. Like that's a purity. Right. And that is something like, yeah, yeah, just crazy. But that's the thing. Like some of the people in our world are not going to believe you, or they're not going to be in alignment with you. And it's okay. We put them in their box. And especially if they're family members, like they get a box in my life. I'm going into my mom box. When I'm with her, I'm in her box. Love and that. then I leave yeah. the box yeah. and she can have her box and be and play yeah. in the box. But it doesn't take from what I'm here to do. It doesn't take the light from me. It doesn't take my mission away. I'm still leading and even brighter today than ever before because I get and understand my impact in the world, you know? So it's mm-hmm. so, so cool. The whole journey of it all. Yeah. And I, I'm, I really want everyone to hear that, that you don't have to dissolve all the relationships, you know, just like Colleen said, you have like the mum box and you step into that box and you, you know, you be with your mum the way that she's always known you as, you know, that type of stuff and you're accepting of her for as she is without the judgment. And then there's also others, you know, I've had people in my life recently that I've disconnected from that were the biggest parts of my life. And it's been, it's been a journey. Absolutely. (laughs) Anybody that knows me and I have shared stories about this, you know, on other platforms, but yeah, it's been a journey journey and it feels like it's actually coming to an end now, like just recently. And yeah, I was the one in tears and you know, really sincerely sad and upset that, you know, it was coming to an end, but the acceptance of it is also important. Yes. And yeah. And then there's people that like my, my own mum, I have mum box, you know, dad box, yeah. even a husband box, you know? Yes. Abs- all of them. Like, you know, if we need them in a box, they go in the box and yeah. it's perfect. And you be in the box and you're present yeah. in the box and you're in it. And you don't have an expectation of anything because you're just in the box. If your mom doesn't get you, she won't get you. And that's the deal. Like I learned a long time ago that my mom was in my life to show me what not to do. And once I understood that, then I went, oh my God, now the whole be the best mom and the whole premise of what I thought. Now my relationship with my mom is so much tighter than it's ever been. Like, because I understand that. And I went, Oh man, now I, I pulled all the pin out. I pulled out the pedestal. Like she's just in her box and she's just my mom doing the best she can in her box. And I honor her box, you know? So it's, it's interesting. I love that. Mm-hmm. Honoring your mom's box. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Whatever that means in Australia, it probably is. <laughs> Oh, I, just, I, I hammered that one in. <laughs> yeah, I hammered it in. Love it. <laughs> so uh, but yeah, but yeah. Besides that funniness, the yeah, the message is so clear. It's like honoring yourself first, like figuring that out, hearing the whispers, following the breadcrumbs, fully surrendering into it, and 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 it's the courage, right? That's what actually you know. It's not feel the fear, do it anyway. It's have courage to step into your aligned self, see what that looks like, and it will evolve over time. Yeah, there's not one right path. Like people think there's one path and just got to stick with it. And it's like, no, 
you know, like share your story about you moving because you live in Costa Rica. Yeah. And you asked me right before we started here to record, like how I got here. I was like, well, you know, beginning of 2022, I knew I was moving south, somewhere south. And I thought it was actually Florida. And I hadn't put anything in motion. Like it was just kind of one of those visions that I kept seeing. And I believe everything aligns in the way it's supposed to. And it'll drop in whenever it's in alignment. And literally it was like one day, it was just random. And I was like, you're moving to Costa Rica. And I was like, okay, when are we leaving? Like, when are we like meaning like, and I say, we, this is where the we came in. I was like, where did I say that we? Oh yeah. When are we leaving? Cause technically I had animals. So it was a we for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, in the fall of 2022, I was like, okay, great. Am I starting to sell stuff? Cause I knew I wasn't taking things like I'm flying like five hours on, like, I knew I wasn't taking a lot and they're like, yeah, start to sell things and purge. And I went, okay. So I literally just started and everyone's like, have you ever been to Costa Rica? I was like, nope. And this, this word, Uvita kept dropping into my field. Uvita, Uvita, Uvita. Like I'd never been to Costa Rica, no clue. And then all of a sudden, um, a guy that I met online who was in this like freedom fighting community, helping Canadians get to Costa Rica was like, I'm in Uvita. And I went, and then one of the girls that I was following on Instagram made a post one day, we're moving to Uvita. And I went, apparently I was supposed to move to this place called Uvita. And so I'm in like the Southern part of Costa Rica, like right on the coast, like literally I could walk to the beach in 10 minutes from here and be like right on the ocean. And it just ended up like, so literally a few weeks later, she made a post from a friend of hers that had this rental property because I knew I was coming down and I didn't want to ground first. Like I I wanted to, A, I'd never been here. So like, let's go feel it out. Like, and people like, you moved without ever going to there. I was like, yeah, that's kind of my MO. Like I just literally follow the poll and here we are. And so I ended up getting the place that she had posted, everything aligned. And it was just really cool to see how all the pieces came together. However, I did get challenged. Um, There was one point where I was like, am I actually supposed to be going? Like, it was like, even like five days before I'm like, am I supposed to be doing this? Is this a thing? Like, like, as I was just coming up against stuff. So when we lean into the courage and we start to take action, another key will show up later is the grit. So our human sometimes needs to tear into it to move something forward to show our conviction in the pathway to prove that we desire it that we really want it that we are in and I had to grit down I went because I tested it I went okay uh are we going yes am I just to push through this yes okay boom and then I just literally went and then all the pieces started to move yeah. So yeah, it's okay. Now that's I'm here. Point. Yeah, it's, I love yeah. that you up about the grit. It's like yeah, you have to show the conviction. Then it's like yeah, we're going. We've made the decision, and it's yeah. There's going to be challenges. No road yeah. is smooth. Sometimes you got to get your machete out and cut away. I need to buy one actually because that will help me like open coconuts easier. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I don't have one yet. Yeah, I still need to buy just like coconut water off the shelf. <laughs> Oh gosh. I get like fresh coconuts delivered to me every single week from my market. It's amazing. Like I love, it's a dual lifestyle for me. Like I, I went up the mountain on Friday to have lunch with some people at a very fancy resort. And I was like, this is my, I have a duality within me. I have the like posh bougie side. And I also have the, like, I can ground, eat from the earth, sweat my butt off in the middle of sunshine and not have to worry about makeup side to me too. So I have a duality of both, but I got to pleasure one side that I haven't seen in a while. Like I'm a high heel leather jacket kind of girl. Like I, that's how I like lipstick and everything. 
I don't wear any of that here. Like I can't even bring my leather jackets here because of the fact that they're mold, like yeah. they would mold and fall apart. And so they're in Canada still. I have two bins. That's all I have left in Canada. Everything else I sold, got rid of. And it's been an interesting journey just to follow that pull and process. And as we maneuver through, right. But it's just, I just trust it. I've learned to just trust it. And I've gotten so many confirmations when I don't mm-hmm. to trust it. And the small things that I'm in awareness of, you know, like it's just, yeah, it's interesting. No, that's amazing. I'm sure people are going to hear this story and be like, oh, I've always wanted to do X, you know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's something you need to do. Like how can this fit in your life right now? What what does it look like? I want to know a little bit more. I know we're coming up to a close, but I would love to know a little bit more, you know. you You talk about hearing like spirit. It's like they're telling you to do stuff. You can ask them questions you know as you can see I'm very intrigued with this because I'm like I need this in my life <laughs> and I love this <laughs> I'm, I'm just intrigued so how does that actually work like tell people people are mostly listening they might never have heard this before if this is the first time you're hearing this like I'm seeing more and more of this around me and I'm intrigued like I remember I do another podcast with three gorgeous uh, two other gorgeous women and Donna Lee she she talks to spirit all the time as, as things drop in. And when I first met her a couple of years ago, I used to like go to her sessions and think, what the hell are you doing? Like, I have no yeah. idea. Like, what is that? I just, just think, oh, well, whatever. I'm trusting the process, you know. But yeah. now I'm like intrigued. I'm like, okay, what does this look like? So tell us what it looks like for you or what feels like or however you want to. Yeah. Well, I, so a couple, a couple of things and how it works in my world, like for me personally, and then I'm just letting you know, like for those that ever get, if anyone ever gets to see this video, like there's geckos climbing on my window right now. So I'm like seeing them pop up. So in case you see my eyes go over there, I'm like, oh, there's just another gecko catching like flies on the window because okay. there's yeah. like light going on the window and that they're all coming here. So yeah. funny. Anyways. Okay. Back to the program. Okay. <laughs> so I, two ways it happens for me. So I channel on my right side, meaning energy comes through me on the right. So sometimes if you see me on videos and stuff, or you watch me teaching something, I I turn and I listen through the ear. Mm -hmm. So I don't actually hear them in my ear. I get imageries in my mind. And then I get a feeling that comes through my body. Those are my two, like they call them the Claire's, right? The clairvoyance or the clairaudience or so my two main gifts spiritually are feeling and knowing. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I see spirits, sometimes I hear spirits, and sometimes I smell spirits, and sometimes I taste spirits. So it's all the, the six senses. Um, but it just drops in as like a knowing and an understanding. For a long time, I avoided that feeling and I avoided listening to it, just like you. Like I literally, when I say narrow winding roads, I did things purposefully against my intuition. Like mm-hmm. on purpose, I would go, no. And then I go down this amazing journey of experiences. It's so fun. I got lots of them. And I just started, I started trusting that, that messaging that just kept coming in. Like it kept pinging me and then pinging me and then pinging me. And then I just went, Whoa, what is this? Mm. And when I tap into actual spirits, so a couple of things to note is that firstly, we need to make sure our energy field is clear. So I don't know if you remember the Ouija board back years and years ago, most people didn't know that they should put a protection barrier around the Ouija board to call in spirits that are actually of high vibration instead of the ones that most people were talking to when they opened up in a Ouija board. So Uh if we think about it, there is shadow spirits and there is light spirits in the world. And the same thing happens in energy. And we feel it. Sometimes we're like, oh, this feels wrong. 
feels bad. And we get that irky feeling, meaning we're in an energy that is not in alignment with our light. Mm -hmm. So the same thing happens when we work in this field is we got to make sure firstly, our energy is pure. So how are, are we pure? Or do we have any distortions in our field? Or, so there's protection protocols that we can work within or clearing protocols we can work within. And then from there, I call in the highest level of beings that I want to work with. So I've got my team. We've got our guides. We all have guides. We all have angels, guides, whomever you choose to describe them as that are mm-hmm. soul contracts. So like our soul says, before we get in our bodies, you got my back. And they say, we got your back and we've got a main guide. And then we've got some that come in, float in, depending on what we're doing and what we're in. And we can call in more if we're having problems with certain things Mm -hmm. to support the energy field that we work within. So when I do my work, I work within guides. When I'm here, I'm channeling a collective of energy that's coming through to speak into a message to serve in the energy of the world. So whether that's me tapping into your clients esoterically or the collective that works within you that are attracted to your podcast. So I can be here as a messenger when I do programs, when I do like, I actually have a program that's a signature program that's called activate. Literally it's activating spiritual gifts, activating more intuition, activating missions. I teach it twice a year. And when I do that program, I'm bringing in specific people to activate or when I channel circles, it's specific people to move an energy through. So we all have the capacity to do this. Most of us don't remember we can. And most of us don't have proof yet that we can. And some of us are doubting the fact that we can, but we all technically have spiritual gifts. And some of you consider it like, oh, you're really good with people because you pick up the energy of them all and you can feel into that. Yeah, go ahead. I know you want to chat with me about this. The energy, like I hear lots, a lot of people say to me, I walk into a room and I feel the energy and mm-hmm. and usually it's negative you know never yeah. never ha- actually has anybody said to me oh i walk into a room and, oh i feel so empowered and loved and never i've never heard this so i hear people always saying oh i walk into the room and oh everyone's shitting i just feel annoyed and frustrated and like judgment and and so yeah that so they are they're feeling into this energy field that everyone's emitting i would love to know and to support people to feel the the positive you know i know emotions are just not good or bad but they're positive or negative or serving you mm-hmm. not serving you and so what would you say to people about that like walking in and feeling the energy like yeah let's support people through this so in this whole protocol and everything it's like we always get a choice So you can choose to drop yourself down and play in their mechanism, or you can choose to be the light and step in to transmute the energy. Because I guarantee you when you step into the light and you pull it in, like you literally, like I, like the visual I always see is like, boom, like I'm here and you let your light emulate and you make a choice and a decision at this moment in time that you desire to have and live a life that lives in this energy. I guarantee you, you're going to change energy in the room. Now, some of the ones that love their shadow and love to stick in it are going to stay and they're not going to be able to be in your awareness. But those that have been waiting for your light without even consciously knowing are going to come into your field. And those that are meant to work with you, if you're in business and you're out networking or whatever, will will come to you. They -hmm. will not be able to not because your field is coming, is bringing it in. So we need to really understand that we have a choice. We get to choose every day. You get to choose. And sometimes our situations suck and it doesn't vibrate depending on on how we really want to live. But how do you keep stepping into it anyways? 
Yes. Yeah. When when um I jumped onto your Facebook feed just this morning before we jumped on and you had put up a post, today is another day we get to choose. And I was like, yeah. oh yes. <laughs> like this is exactly the the whole idea and the whole premise behind my podcast is to show women particularly that they can choose. We can choose the energy. We can choose our life. We can choose our results and we can choose ourselves. Yes, absolutely. And we are a unique, like whole as us, as a unit, we are whole. Like 100% you are whole. Like you, you can hold everything you desire in your life within your infrastructure. And then we bring in other people because we love them or we enjoy company or we desire that communication, but never do we have to come from a deficit. Once we really understand and hold that, it's like, we are already whole and you know, being single, I have this conversation with myself consistently. And even on Friday, like I met a guy when we were out for lunch at the bougie restaurant. Of course I did, because that's just what would happen. And I went, I'm thinking about it all weekend going, you are whole, Colleen. Like you don't need someone else to match. You don't have to drop to anyone's field. You need to come in and and pull your energy up because you do not want to sacrifice anything in a relationship. You are really clear about what you desire And no longer do you play that game of like, I'll become whatever you want to become. And I'm literally, this is real time conversation happening in my field. And, and that is something that I really want you to feel you are whole as, as this one unique being in this world. So. Mm, Boom. Love it. (laughs) I'm sure lots of people need to hear that. So you're my very first guest on this podcast. And I just wrote down a few questions that I'd like to ask people at the end of having sure. an interview because I'm like, let's, you know, people can then look look forward to, you know, hearing the answers. So the first one is, and this is a common one, but I really think it's a valid one, is like what piece of advice would you give to your younger self before you went mm. through this? Yeah. Yeah, I would say don't make it so hard, you know, yeah. like just like just step in and trust because like I used to feel like I had to fight for life, like everything I did was a fight and it didn't need to be like at all. It didn't need to be, but for some reason I felt validated in fighting. So I would say to her, like, you doesn't have to be this hard. You can drop in and ease this and actually get everything you desire faster. If you choose to please, um, but that's, that's what I would say for sure to her. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm an avid reader, love to read, and books have changed my life. So I'm wondering, is there a book that has changed your life? What is it and why? So I'm going to go, like, I love books. Like I, and I also read fiction books and I read personal development books. So I balance both in my world. And I think I've already read almost 40 books this year. So like, I'm like in it, in the books, but I would have to, I want to go back to the first personal development book I ever read, like. 20, I don't even know, whatever amount of years ago, 20 years ago, almost. And it was The Saint, the Surfer and the CEO by Robin Sharma. And I, yeah, yeah, I read it in one night. I literally, and Robin Sharma, if you, if you don't know him, he literally writes messages through story. So he builds out this story of this man looking for purpose in his life. And he met all these key people in his pathway and it's so beautiful. I literally couldn't put it down. And then I had to get up and go to work and do life. And I, I literally stayed up the whole night reading the book. Like I couldn't, and I didn't understand 
mm-hmm. personal development at the time. I didn't know this was a thing in the world. And it was like, it almost like had me salivating for more, like, you know, yeah. and I was young, like early twenties, getting into that information, like just such a key thing that happened to help shift me. So yeah, really good. Write it down, write that one down. I'll post it on, you know, when we post this interview, if you can invite one person to dinner, Mm. would it be? And it could be anybody alive, dead, you know, who's your person? Uh, It would definitely be Kevin Costner. Oh, okay. I love it. Just for personal reasons, no other. I don't. I don't like, like no other. Better thing for Kevin. Better thing for Kevin. So good. You know, it's so funny. Like a lot of deities um, and energies that have passed over. Like I, the other day, I went into a, a meditation and ISIS came, and we were having a picnic. You know, like in the park. So I'm like, eh, I've done all the spirit side already. Give me like a human that I actually because I'm like. For those that don't know me, which most of you probably don't, um, I have a big crush on Kevin Costner. So that's why I'd be like, just come over for dinner, my friend. Let's go. <laughs> that's it. Why not? Everyone loves Yellowstone right now. So, hey. He's yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a Kevin Costner fan too. I was yeah. going to say someone like that. My my person is like Brad Pitt. <laughs> okay. Amazing. <laughs> always had so a thing amazing. for Brad Pitt. Um, okay. So this is, I always love to leave a thought or a belief for people at the end of my podcast to go out and practice. And mm. what is something that you would like to share with somebody? A thought that, or belief that ha- like keeps you showing up on your path. Yeah. I would, I would just want to leave you guys with just start trusting yourself, just start mm. trusting what's dropping in and start believing that the life that you really desire is actually possible. And just every single day, keep trusting and taking action in that and moving that through. Mm. So you, the sentence could be something like, I trust myself. At yes. So, yeah. Yes. Mantra that baby yeah. all day long. Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. I have loved this conversation. <laughs> and I know you do. I feel like I've known you more than five days or four days. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when souls connect in the purity of their light, right? It just feels yeah. like we've known each other forever. So yeah. it's good. I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you so much for allowing me to serve your like this in this energy with us together. And yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been so if anybody wants to find more about Colleen, I'm going to drop all the information on my socials and under in the links of my podcast and you will be... Yeah, be able to go follow the links and follow along. She's, yeah, she's pretty cool. And I'm really happy to have you. Okay, we're going to leave that there and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to More Life, Less Drama. All the details of this podcast can be found in the show notes on my website. And if you want to take your growth to the next level, I invite you to become part of my membership program, Be Unshakable where we take this information and dive headfirst into putting it into action. Go to www.head-coach.com.au for all the details. Until next week.